Welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I am Megan Edmonds. I'm your host. And here at the She Lives Purposely podcast, my hope is to encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ to live for Jesus, to live purposefully. I am so thankful that you are here. Thank you for being here. All right, so Thanksgiving is over, and I don't know what it looks like in your house, but in my house, that means that Christmas can finally begin. We waited to decorate until after Thanksgiving. Um, and so Saturday we began decorating and I'm sure though a lot of you, I feel like at least from Instagram, it seems like so many people started beforehand. So I'm sure a lot of you started before and the Christmas season that feel that it brings has begun, which is so beautiful. And almost every Christmas or, you know, around the Christmas time, my church actually hosts a concert with a band named the Katinas. And every time it gets my heart into such the Christmas spirit by really helping me to remember and dwell on what Christmas is really about. There are beautiful truths that we're reminded of at Christmas time. And so my hope for this episode is to kind of branch out or be a branch of that, I guess, and be that for you to really encourage you into the things that Christmas is really about and get your heart dwelling on those things. It's so sweet. I know that I need it as well. It can get so easy to get caught up in all of the other Christmas things and forget the real meaning of Christmas. So in today's episode, I want to encourage you with three of those truths today as we enter into this season. I hope and pray that whatever you are going through right now, that these truths that you hear, you can tuck into your heart this month and be encouraged by and praise the Lord for, and even maybe share with your friends to encourage them in how good God is. Sharing his love is something that you and I are called to, and what better time than to do that right now. So let's celebrate this Christmas purposefully. So again, we're going to have three different truths for you this episode to really dwell on. Um, but also before we dive in, I wanted to say I already announced this via email and Instagram, but if you are looking for gift guides, I have got the gift guides for you. I put together not one, not two, not three, not four, but five gift guides for you. And most of them are focused on being encouraging gifts for others. So we have an encouraging gift guide for her, an encouraging gift guide for him, an encouraging gift guide for kids. Also just like a Christian living gift guide and kind of fun things added in there. And then two, what's on my own Christmas wish list. So I will link that in the show notes for you if you're looking for gifts this season, especially if you're looking for gifts that are going to uplift the person that you're giving those gifts to. So go ahead and check that out. All right, so let's jump into the three truths that I want to talk to you um, about today and just kind of discuss together. So the first one is this, that our God is with us. This is one of my favorite truths that's really highlighted in this season. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in Matthew chapter one, saying that Jesus would be born and explaining really that Mary was a virgin. And the angel of the Lord says this, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. This Emmanuel name is actually prophesied as well in Isaiah seven, which is really cool. And I just love this so much because of what it means. It means that the God of the universe 
wanted to get in the trenches with us. He is not watching you from afar. He is not in the distance, keeping an eye out over everything, hoping it turns out okay, maybe intervening now and again. God wants to be with us, with you and with me. And he showed you and me that by actually doing it. God the Son, Jesus, took the form of a human being and came into our world. He came not as a grown adult with no suffering, ready to minister and save humanity. He came as a baby, born in a not ideal situation, soon having to be hidden and his family is going to be running for their lives. He is barely recognized when he comes, except for some shepherds who come. Um, and eventually too, he suffers major loss with the earth of his he- with the death of his earthly father. Um, he works hard as he grows up. He's enduring the day in and the day out of humanity. He really is God with us. He is God with you and God with me. It's so beautiful that we have that to see, but it's also so applicable for our own lives today. Not just seeing like, okay, he came and lived, you know, for those 33 years, but today as well to know that God is not far off from you, my friend. He is not uninterested in your life. He is so invested that he is with us He is so invested in your life that he is with you. And now as Christians, he's also in us. God is with you. How beautiful is that truth? Okay, so to the second truth that I want to talk about is that he does the most. This is something that I've actually been dwelling on lately is how God, I really was just going through this and praying over this um, in in my quiet time with the Lord this morning too. God does abundantly more than all that we can ask or hope. And if you just look at what he did for us by being born as a human and then dying for our sins, that's already abundantly more. He does the most. He took on human form. He got down in our world so that we could be with him forever. He then lived a whole life so that he could sympathize with us. Like it says in Hebrews 4, I was just dwelling on that last night too. And to just take this truth we see and apply it today, we see that our God, he is not a halfway God. He's not an almost got the job done God. He does abundantly more. He goes the full way for you. He cares deeply for you. I'm thinking about actually making that way word or words for the year next year abundantly more. He does abundantly more. He does the most and he goes all the way for you, which is so, so beautiful. All right, the third truth that I want to talk with you about today, I hope those first two truths are just washing over you and are so encouraging. This third one, which is really powerful, is that he is a promise keeper and a prophecy fulfiller. How I just, I'm excited to dive into this one with you. We know that when our God says something, he will do it. He actually says that in his word that he is a promise keeper. And there are also prophecies on top of prophecies about Jesus coming to earth. We saw one that we, you know, talked about a little bit in Isaiah 7 that actually came to be fulfilled um, with the name Emmanuel. So that's already prophecy fulfilled. But here are some more for you too. In Genesis 3.15, from the moment that humans messed up, there was a prophecy that there would be one who would crush Satan and that this one would come from the lineage of Eve, and that is Jesus. 
In Isaiah 7:14, again, we saw that there is a prophecy that Emmanuel will be born of a virgin. So there's two things there. One, that Jesus was actually named Emmanuel. And then two, that he would be born of a virgin and he was the Virgin Mary. In Micah 5.2, it tells us that Jesus will be born in Bethlehem, which is true. And in Hosea 11.1, we see that God's son will be called out of Egypt, which we actually do find in Matthew 2. All this to say, God, through men prophesying, told us about Jesus' coming and that he would come and be born. And each of those prophecies was fulfilled, which is so wild. What God says, friend, he will do. What God promises, he will fulfill. And he fulfills prophecies too. It's so beautiful. And two, that means that we can know that in our own lives today. The things that the Lord has promised you, we can find those things in his word. He's going to fulfill those things. We can trust the Lord. He's shown us that he is trustworthy, even in, you know, fulfilling prophecies like these. He's shown us time and time again, even maybe in our own lives, looking back in our own lives, seeing how the Lord has come through. He shows us that what he says he will do. And so cling to that today, whatever you might be going through, maybe you're in the mountaintop season where everything is going fantastic fantastic in your loving life. Maybe you are in the deepest valley where it just feels so hopeless. And maybe you're somewhere in the middle, in the mundane, just kind of life is okay. Cling to the promise. The Lord keeps his promises. He, whatever he says he will do, and he promises that. And there are so many promises in scripture for us. So I want to encourage you with that third truth there. And I would love to hear which of these three truths meant the most to you. So comment, DM me, whatever it is, tag me on social media, and let me know which of those three truths meant the most to you. So I'm going to run through them really quick. One is our God is with us. He is Emmanuel. He is getting in it with us. Number two is that he does the most. He does abundantly more. He is going all the way for us. And he did go all the way for us. He came and he died, came in human form, which is so huge. And number three is that he is a promise keeper and a prophecy fulfiller. All right, friends, now it is time for Dear Meg. All right, so today's Dear Meg, somebody wrote in and asked this. I am a mom of three little ones and deal with shaming myself for when I miss out of my God time. Do you have advice for how to heal from that? I know that it's not from God. Well, friend, whoever it is that wrote in, I want to encourage you and just double down on you said, I know that's not from God. And I just want to like affirm that that is not from the Lord. I think it is such an easy thing to fall into and to kind of feel shame and like, all right, I, you know, am not spending time with the Lord, maybe the way that everybody else is on Instagram, or maybe in ways that I used to when I had more free time or different things like that. And we know, and we have emphasized over and over and over again, that spending time with the Lord is so important, but in different seasons of life that can look different. And two, there is no condemnation in the Lord Jesus. And I just remember, I'm thinking of this now, so I'm going to share it, is at a conference a couple of years ago, there was a speaker and she was talking about how, you know, spending time with the Lord is so important, but I think sometimes we can all put on this front that we all spend like an hour and a half with the Lord every single day when the reality is, and you know, this was the speaker saying it and it was so encouraging to me. She was like, sometimes I, I 
just all I have time for it that day the reality is that I just have time for a snack so I'm gonna spend five minutes and you know take a bite spend that little time with God's Word and then I'm going on throughout my day and so I want to encourage you with that too is that you are not alone in you know this season of life and feeling like oh I don't have all this time to spend with the Lord or I missed a couple days or different things know that the Lord loves you so much and he wants your heart and he is with you and he sees your heart in this too um and know too that there are other ways that maybe you know everybody like we said or like I just was saying where it seems like okay everyone's spending an hour and a half with Jesus and it looks exactly like this there's other ways to spend time with the Lord as well. Maybe it is getting that shorter amount of time, that snack. Maybe it's having worship on in the car or around your house. Maybe it's listening on an app instead of reading. You know, maybe it's praying without ceasing throughout the day in your mind as you're going through different things. Like meeting the Lord in those ways is so beautiful too. And again, meeting with him in his word is so important, but there is no condemnation in this and um, every season is different. So I just want to affirm that all that to say it is not from the Lord. The Lord loves you so, 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 so much. Um, and I think reaffirming my encouragement really practically actually would be when you do have the time, even if it's a quick Google search or a search on the Bible app um, or any other apps like that to go and look up different things about how much the Lord loves you and just wants your heart and wants to spend time with you and things like that and reaffirm those truths over yourself so that when you are stuck in shame or condemnation, this is something I personally struggle with so much. If I miss a couple days or I miss a day and I'm like, oh, the Lord is so annoyed with me. I can't get back to the way that I used to be. I, you know, maybe shouldn't I I shouldn't even spend time with him today because I've just like messed up a whole, you know, week even or whatever it is. And that is not the heart of the Lord. So to reaffirm his love for you and just look up over those verses, maybe screenshot a bunch of them and look at that like every now and again or every single day, honestly, multiple times a day, whatever it is, um, just to encourage your heart in that way too. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I hope that's helpful. And again, just affirming that it, this is not from God, this shame that you're feeling. So um, I'll be praying too over you just after this episode. You know what? Let's just pray right now. And just for anyone who's feeling kind of condemnation in this area, we're just going to lift this up right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for who you are. And I thank you that you have given us the ability to seek you, God, and that when we seek you, we can find you, Jesus, and I thank you so, 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 so much that, Lord, we can seek you in different ways. There are different ways in your word that you show us this. We can pray to you. We can worship. We can read your word, and I thank you that you meet us, Lord, and I just pray, God, for every single person right now who is feeling the condemnation of maybe not fitting up to a certain standard or... um Lord, maybe just feeling like they haven't been spending enough time with you, but feeling like they really can't in this season that they're in. God, I pray that you would just surround them with your love. Lord, I pray that you would be meeting them in the little times that they can, Lord, and just help them to not feel condemned, Jesus, for not being able to maybe spend as much time in the word as they did years ago or whatever that looks like. God, I pray that you would just overwhelm them with your grace and your love. Meet them where they're at, Jesus. I pray that you would work in their hearts right now. Um, and that they would just feel so, so loved by you and seen by you and cared for by you. Um, I, I just thank you so much for who you are and how much you love us, God. In your name, amen. Amen. So, um, yeah, that's my encouragement to you, friend. 
All right, so I would, that's our episode for today. I would love to know what you thought about the podcast. And one of the best ways that you can love on the podcast is to take 30 seconds and leave a five-star rating. And if you're on Apple Podcast or the podcast app to also leave a review and make sure you hit that follow and subscribe button, whether you're listening on Apple, maybe you're watching on Spotify and YouTube. Um, yeah, I would be honored to hear your thoughts and to what encouraged you most about today's episode. So share it on social media tag she was purposely so I can see it um, if this resonated with you and to share it with your friends and encourage them with these three truths that really hit around Christmas time all right so the next couple episodes here's the lineup for December um, so next week we actually have a really cool guest on her name is Callie and she's someone that I've been following for a while and I kind of watched online as she sort of um, really kind of like met the Lord and like was changed by the Lord. And so she's sharing her testimony with us next week. A lot of you might actually know who she is, um, which is really cool. And then we are also next week after that, we're going to talk about how you don't have to wait for the new year to grow more in Jesus, which is, I just think such an important conversation. Um, so I'm excited to do that with you. Friends, I hope that you were encouraged today by this episode. All right, my friend, you and me, let's live for Jesus and live purposefully together.